You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue and this special Veterans Day bonus episode. It's my privilege and honor to welcome into this episode Navy vet and recent Purdue global graduate, Kelvin Kelvin Gums. Kelvin, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Adam, it's great to be here. I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. Man, I am so excited about this episode. Just had a chance to honor vets, but just to have you on the podcast as I was you know, reading your bio and prepping for this episode, just getting it. I uh, felt like I, I kind of feel like I know you already. And I just, I love this. And I'm just excited for my listeners and viewers to get to, to learn and uh, to meet you as well. So this is an exciting time. So thank you again for uh, taking the time to talk to me. Absolutely. And again, it's really an honor to be here with you and, and spend a little time and, and, you know, congrats to you. I, I've had a chance to, to, to watch your podcast and listen to uh, some of the things you all talk about, and it's a great success. So I'm just really humbled and honored to be here. Oh, thank you so much. That's that you're too kind. I, I appreciate that. You know, it's funny. We'll get into this uh, a little bit later when we talk about your graduation speech. But you know, you got my heart racing a little bit when you're doing your graduation speech because about seven minutes in, you used the phrase "full steam ahead" twice. So uh, an unintentional uh, uh, shout out to me, but I appreciate it. <laughs> well, well, and and we can definitely talk about it, but. As I was rehearsing my speech, I was going to use an old Navy moniker, full speed ahead. But I was on a, a little jog around campus and I went around the side of the stadium and I saw it painted there. And I said, we're going to have to make that change. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. I'll have to clip that and put that on Twitter so people can see that part of the part of the uh, speech, though. That was awesome. So. Well, before we jump into all of that, let's uh, rewind a little bit, kind of just let our uh, listeners and uh, viewers get a chance to know you some more. Um, obviously not a traditional Purdue student, um, so I can't, I normally ask, hey, tell me how you got to Purdue. We'll get into that a little bit later, because that's a little bit later in your journey. Just introduce us where you were originally from, where you grew up. Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was born in Puerto Rico, and um, my father moved us to the States uh, as he was uh, uh, starting a new career as a physician for the federal government, and uh, he moved us to Oklahoma. So we moved from San Juan, Puerto Rico, to a little tiny town in Oklahoma called Pawnee. So that was a big culture shock. And then later we moved to Stillwater, Oklahoma, where I grew up. Um, you know, with my uh, twin brother, I have an identical twin and older sister and brother. So that's kind of uh, how how we got there. And then obviously. Um, uh, graduating in 2000 and, and realizing I probably wasn't quite ready for university, I, I joined the Navy, and uh, as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> well, talk about that and talk about that decision to join the Navy and you know defer college to a later time and just sure. importance um, and why you decided to go that route. Absolutely, um, I think to answer that piece uh, first. It's like anything else. I think early on, I knew I needed some some direction, and and I really kind of needed to find a, a purpose. Um, and I was also eager for a little adventure, right? So uh, the Navy seemed like a good fit. Um, but the journey for me uh, started me out as an enlisted sailor. Um, grew up as an enlisted sailor, and then later on was able to uh, earn a commission as a naval officer, and I finished as a CWO three. Um, but it's been quite a journey, you know. And I tell a lot of folks. You know, I've had a, a, a myself and my family have had a great adventure, you know, 11 assignments, eight different locations. Um, so it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, 
I think for a lot of us, we joined the Navy um, initially for something to do. But over time, you really start to realize um, how much fun you're having and the importance of the work and, uh, and all those things. So uh, uh, it was a natural fit. Um, it's like anything else. At every stage, you, you start thinking about what's next and what you're going to do. Uh, but for me, it, it, it turned out that I, I did it a little longer than I initially intended. And it was a lot of fun. And I was really humbled to be in uniform for those years and, and have incredible opportunities to lead and learn watching amazing people. That's awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing that. And you mentioned having a lot of fun, but there also is that importance of putting on that uniform. Talk about why that was important to you personally to, to wear that uniform and serve our country. Sure, sure. Um, you know, again, at, at the beginning, it's, it's something to do. But as you go on in the military, and you really start understanding and learning what you're doing and, and what your specific mission and how it fits into the bigger picture, you really start to get a sense of the importance, the importance of the work that you do, right? So, you know, uh, for me, it, it was really awesome being part of incredible teams. You know, when you're on a ship, on an aircraft carrier, um, working in a division with a bunch of different people from different corners of the world. For me, that really made service and serving in the military really special. That was, that's what it was really all about. Uh, uh, being alongside incredible people every day, all of which had unique roles and responsibilities. And when you see that come together, um, that was just always inspiring to me. So, uh, you know, again, I, I think for me, serving in uniform was, was really about being part of something bigger than yourself and, and being part of something so unique. And, and one of the things that I always enjoyed about being in the military, specifically in the Navy, you know, everyone's always extremely interested in what you do at home. You know, oh, you know, Kelvin in the Navy, this is what I do, this is what I've done, this is what I've been a part of. But when you get to have those conversations over the horizon in a different country and share with other people from different cultures and, and different uh, countries what you do in the Navy, that part of serving was always so humbling to me because, um, you know, when you're out there waving the Navy flag, uh, in foreign shores and, and what you stand for, man, that was always so, so deeply impactful to me. So, um, you know, service to me, again, has been largely about being part of a team and something bigger than yourself and then what it stands for in the great uh, scheme of things. And that's just um, this awesome all-volunteer force that we represent. Man, that's really awesome. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I know it's probably really hard to wrap, you know, 20 plus years uh, into <laughs> a couple minutes here, but any maybe highlights or, you know, a story or something, maybe your favorite memory that stands out that you want to share? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things for me in the military and a highlight, it's always, especially when you're given the opportunity to lead at various stages, is when those that you've had the honor to lead succeed, achieve things, accomplish rank, earn qualifications, and otherwise just achieve a goal that they set out to do. So for me, any time that I was in a position of leadership, being able to watch those that I was entrusted to lead was always really uh, amazing. You know, I, I worked for a boss who always said, hey, you know, we have the honor and privilege of, of, of um, leading, you know, the sons and daughters of the nation. And that always sat with me, right? We all get to lead at various stages, um, um, small groups, big groups, whatever. But when you get to, to see those that you uh, are able to serve alongside and lead achieve incredible things, that's always been a highlight of my career. Um, you know, I'll tell you also, Adam, the opportunities that it gave my family has always been so enriching. You know, m m 
my family, we've lived in Hawaii um, where I was stationed at a, at a headquarters unit uh, in Pearl Harbor. We were stationed abroad in Japan uh, when I was stationed on board a, a, a flagship of a, of a numbered fleet. And then we got to serve in Germany um, where, where we worked for a global combatant commander doing some incredible missions. But in all those stages, the Navy allowed, allows you to take your family. And what we were able to learn and see and do in all those different countries, not to mention a bunch of amazing places in the continental United States, that was always really, really special to me. So, so a highlight was definitely the adventure that it gave our family and how enriching it was. Yeah, wow. Some incredible experiences. And you mentioned that how incredible, I think that just adds the amazingness to that, that your family got to be alongside of that you know a lot of people yeah. who deploy or whatever they're away from their families but the, the opportunity you got to do to serve and have your family alongside you, that had to be such a unique incredible experience it, it's unique adam but it's also part of the business right i mean our families are the ones that support us to achieve the things that we set out to do and i'll tell you that from my perspective the navy the military as a whole has always gotten that right. It's never lost on us that the family unit is the key ingredient to to a lot of our successes. And the fact that they get to experience some of those uh, um, adventures with us is always so awesome. That is cool, man. Well, you are wrapping it up here uh, at the end of the year, officially uh, retiring from the Navy to kind of focus on your other career coming up or that you kind of, I guess, started now that you're a Purdue yeah. graduate, which we'll get into that in a minute. But can you believe that, you know, after what, 20, 20 plus years, you are uh, retiring? And how has that sunk in yet? You know, there's days that I'm very okay with it. And there's days where I'm like, my gosh, it's all over. And by the way, a personal decision to retire. Um, I could serve all the way to 34 years of service, putting me at 55 years old. Um, um, especially in the career track that I was in, there's a lot of opportunity for me to stay and continue um, succeeding, but you know, there comes a point in your career where, where you feel it's time and you've had all the fun you can stand and you've made the impact that you wanted to make and you may have a legacy uh, that, that, um, that, that follows in the wake of a, of a 20 plus year career. So for me, um, there's days where I'm very okay with it and then there's days where like, wow, it's really over. Mm -hmm. But um, I'll tell you that getting this degree was undoubtedly a key element of making this decision really, really easy for the tools and the opportunities that it opened up for me. That's really cool. And this may, this question might be a little bit more of a benefit for the people who are watching this episode on online on our website, but uh, behind you, is that one of your ships on that picture on the wall there? Yes, right there. That's the USS Abraham Lincoln. That's a, that's a print that, um, that I received as a gift for holiday or something or heck who knows i may have even bought it myself but yeah that's the abraham lincoln that was my first ship an incredible deployment we were gone for approximately 10 months um and some of the listeners may remember this um that's the the ship where where you know we have the distinct honor of having a uh, president bush land um um at the conclusion of our uh, uh deployment and it was such an amazing deployment with incredible people incredible people i tell you that is one chapter in my career where i learned truly the meaning of of shipmate the word shipmate you know when you're on board this thing and you're away from your family your home the people you love for a long time but you quickly look around and realize man there's some incredible people right here so yep that's the lincoln right there i, I had the pleasure of, of deploying on board that ship on two separate occasions 
That's really cool. Anybody listening to this episode on the audio only will have to come jump over to the Fox 59 or CBS4 website to check that out. Plus some uh, other photos you might see throughout this episode. And as a chance to also, I'll mention again this later in the episode, you know, if you scroll down below the interview and the web article on Fox 59 or CBS4 Indy.com, a chance just to watch uh, Kelvin's speech, which we're going to get to here in a few minutes as well. Um, so anyway, just the benefit of getting to watch this interview and jumping over to the website uh, for the video purposes as well, uh, uh, in addition to the audio. Well, let's flash back now a couple of years ago when you made this decision, when you started maybe thinking about uh, maybe what's going to happen post-Navy and a decision to mm -hmm. go back to school, if you will, and, and roll at uh, Purdue Global. Talk about that process and when that started coming, coming through your mind and then and how you uh, chose Purdue. Sure. Um I grew up in a college town, right? So, so my twin brother had gone off to school and my sister had already gone and my older brother had already gone. So I always had this, this nagging kind of desire to go back to school. So in the Navy, um, you have great opportunities to take college classes whenever the, the, the mission allows. So I was able to gather some college credits here and there. And I talked about this during my speech, but I really never felt a connection to the degree I was trying to earn, right? So um, I had a conversation with the shipmate and, um, and he was so awesome and, and just was staying relentlessly on me about going back to school. So I started doing the research and I researched a bunch of different schools that will remain nameless, but I wanted it to matter. And I've talked about that during my speech and I've talked about that with a bunch of other folks. I really wanted my education to matter. I wanted it to be a platform that made good sense for me based on all the competing requirements that I had. And, and after all the research that I did, you know, uh, Purdue Global just made sense, right? And, you know, who doesn't know Purdue basketball, right? And who, who hasn't had the benefit of using the Purdue OWL, the online writing lab, right, when you're trying to do a paper? So as I started to piece it all together, it just made good sense to me. And um, I talked to an advisor, and they kind of explained to me the program. and as I said, it was full steam ahead from that point <laughs> forward. <laughs> That's awesome. And then you, I know you shared this in your speech too. And uh, as you, after you made this decision, you found out you had what two shipmates that also were Purdue grads, right? Absolutely. Um, and and folks can hear that in the in the remarks. But yeah, two shipmates, one class of '91, one class of '97. Uh, uh, retired Navy Captain Ted Heflin, call sign Tag, and then another uh, Boilermaker, uh, class of '97. Captain uh, Dan Testa, call sign Jinx, and through conversation, it all came out that we were all Boilermakers, and and we we were kind of dubbed the Purdue Mafia, and we had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> oh man, that's so cool! I mean, it, sh it just shows how big the the Purdue family is. That's really awesome. It is, and and <laughs> Purdue ties, you know, do run kind of deep in the <laughs> Navy. So I was not surprised. But it was so much fun, and that's we're all friends exchange text and, and, and all that. So it's fantastic. That's really cool. We'll talk about what you studied once you enrolled. Sure. Um, I got an, I, I enrolled, um, got an associate's in small group management. And then I was starting to lose a little bit of that steam, by the way. And I talked to an advisor and I just wasn't really sure how I was going to get to the bachelor's. And I'm, again, I'm an active duty service member. I'm plenty busy. I'm a dad, all these things. And, and the advisor kind of talked to me about this, this bachelor's program called uh, professional studies. Um, so it was really unique and I didn't know much about it, excuse me, much about it. 
but I was able to do some research and it had some courses of instruction that were really um, interesting to me covering project management, problem solving, strategic planning, um, among other things. So I took a few classes in this um, professional studies program and it was perfect uh, because this program specifically really allowed me to maximize the credits that I already had. And more importantly, it allowed me to really translate a lot of my military experience into college credits. So when I got into the professional studies bachelor's program, I was a lot closer than, than I thought. Now, that's not to say it was easy by any means. Um, it was still plain hard, um, but we got through it. And I was really happy that I finished with that bachelor's in professional studies. That's awesome. And talking about just the benefit of doing Purdue Global and an online university like this that allowed you to keep doing your Navy thing, allowed you you know, still spend a lot of time with your family, kind of do college more or less on your time, and, and just to be able to do it that way to meet your needs. And how important is it to have things like that? Oh, 100%. And I think really for any adult learner, and, and in the military, you have a whole host of opportunities to go explore educational opportunities at any school. Um, for me, with Purdue Global, um, the format was just so user-friendly, and it was also well-structured and robust, which I like, right? Um, so for me, it was fantastic. You know, the interface was very easy to use. The courses of instruction were always very standardized, which made it easy for me. Um, um, so the benefits were, were great, um, but also you know, when you could take a class and advisors explaining to you, hey, if you take this class, you can take seminars on this date at these times. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to go and look at it from a, okay, this is what I have going on at work with my family, activities with my kids. So based on those things, um, I was always able to, to take a class that I wanted to take at a time that worked for me. It wasn't always, um, you know, ideal. There were some classes that started at 10 o'clock at night and I get sleepy. So, uh, but it, but it worked out. Um, and the format was just incredible. Um, and you know, for me, one of the big, big factors for me, Adam, um, that made my experience really, really, um, enjoyable was the incredible faculty and staff. I mean, my gosh, they are just so committed, uh, to the Purdue global students because they know, um, the challenges of adult learners. And, and so it was, it was great. The format for me just made plain good sense. I think, um, I think uh, that's one thing we're getting absolutely right here. That's for sure. That's awesome. Man. That's so great. And, and you, I mentioned you recently graduated, but on top of that, and we've talked about this too, you got to give the commencement speech to your fellow grade, fellow graduating class. Talk about that selection process, finding out you got to do that and just your reaction to, to that. You know, I'll, I'll start with the, um, with the reaction to it. Um, and then the process was quite interesting or maybe not, but you know, when, when you're given the opportunity to do this commencement, the, the only thing that comes to mind is wow. Right. You know, and Adam, I'll tell you, it's hard to be the commencement speaker at a put at a university like Purdue global because Purdue global graduates have such amazing stories. Right. I mean, there are people graduating from law school, nursing, and a variety of other masters and, and bachelor programs, right? Um, and I talk about this in my remarks. Our, our journeys have been so unique. So when you're sitting up there giving this commencement address to a group of folks that 
have a story and a journey that is as exciting, if not more, or with more complexity and more challenge, you know, it's, it's daunting to know that, hey, you know, you're about to get up here and, and give a speech where, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that, that, that um, have just a unique story, right? Um, so I, I, you know, it was really humbling for me and, and I tried my best, you know, the alternative was I could have stood up there for 10 minutes and tell people a bunch of sea stories, but that would have not gone well. So, you know, I, I, it was a humbling task. It really was. And, and Purdue Global Graduates, from my perspective, are, are just so special. So when, you, when you're standing up there delivering those remarks, it's, it's incredibly humbling because their stories are so special. Um, the selection uh, for it was, you know, was interesting. I, I had a conversation with the Purdue Global um, um, employee. She she kind of leads alumni efforts, and we were having a conversation about something, and it was a lot of fun. It was a great conversation, and and I think it was a few days later. You know, she'd asked, "Hey, you know, have you ever considered?" given a commencement address and of course my initial thought was like no i haven't <laughs> um but there's a process you throw a little you know video out there and and you know see if it takes and i put some stuff together that just kind of had some philosophies of mine on leadership and what it means to be a boilermaker mm -hmm. and a purdue global graduate and and next thing you know i got this note that says hey congrats <laughs> we'd like for you to come up here and and deliver the, the commencement. And by the way, doing it on Purdue campus, you know, it, it was like, I mean, it was amazing, right? So it was really, really, and I've had a lot of incredible opportunities in my life through the Navy and just in life in general. That entire opportunity in aggregate and put together all together was just uh, so, so incredible for my family and I. Yeah, talk about that. Uh, we'll get back to the speech here in just a second, but just to get be able to come up on campus, you know, it's it's kind of unique for me to to learn this because you know I went to Purdue. I was on campus for five years. I was from the state of Indiana, so I knew what Purdue Purdue was. But you know, you're from Oklahoma. You've been to Hawaii, Japan, Germany, all these other places. So to, to arrive in you know the middle of Indiana in West Lafayette and get to see the campus, you know, what a day or two before you give this speech. Talk about that experience and getting to the experience campus. It was amazing, you know. Um, you know, college campuses are always just, for the most part, they're just gorgeous. You know, they're, they're just a place that just draw the best out in people, right? So um, we land in Indy from Pensacola and we're driving on the interstate. I remember telling my wife, I'm like, my gosh, I think it's been six, seven months since I've driven on an interstate. Because when you're living down here on the Gulf Coast, it's all two-lane highways and <laughs> whatever. So First and foremost, the drive from the airport to West Lafayette was really beautiful. The colors were turning. My daughter, uh, my son were just making comments about the trees turning and the beautiful farms. And you, you quickly start getting that sense of just, just the great American Midwest. And then you get to West Lafayette. And the first thing I do, um, I had to go do some engagement stuff. But the first thing I did was I, I put on my, my running shoes for for a, I wouldn't even call it a jog. It was more of a saunter. Um, and, and it was immediate, incredibly beautiful, the campus. Um, you know, it's inspiring when, when, you, when you understand the history of Purdue and then you get to walk those grounds and look at the buildings. 
Uh, the word that came to me was inspiring. It was just genuinely an inspiring opportunity to be on that campus. It was so beautiful. And then also, Adam, I got to tell you, looking at the faces of the students, these young minds, but they're the smartest young men and women out there. And by the way, the diversity on campus was remarkable. I mean, there's people that, that um, are coming from far corners of the world. Um, so to represent so many different cultures in such a beautiful campus, all of it collectively was nothing short of inspiring. So it was amazing. And by the way, that Union Club Hotel was really nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, they recently remodeled. So that's awesome. You got to ex experience it uh, up there. That is so cool, man. I, I love hearing that just because, you know, that's coming from a totally different perspective than you know the traditional college students that's awesome i'm glad that you enjoyed your time up there and oh. just uh that's really cool man thank you for sharing that and and i'll just also say this when you take all that and then you see all the banners welcoming purdue global graduates and then you get to see the purdue global graduates walking around and you can kind of tell what a purdue gra global graduate looks like you know we're a little a little bit more gray hair and, and some of us but uh it was so special the way that we were welcomed to main campus. It was incredible. That's awesome. And then let's talk a little bit about your speech. Like I said, I'll post the full full thing on here for people who want to check out the full episode or full uh, the full speech and be inspired by that as well. But just kind of highlight maybe what you, you know. I know you touched about it, touched on it a few minutes ago. But just your 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 message, your highlights of your speech, your message yeah. to your fellow graduates. Yeah. So I wanted to just kind of stay on two themes. Um, um, and the, the, the first theme, obviously, was my experience, not just, you know, my collective experience, both as an active duty service member and then also an adult learner. So I wanted to just share those two things because I think they had relevance to, to so many in the audience um, and their families. Uh, so many families there. It was amazing. Truly a family affair. Um, and then I also wanted my speech because I think it's really important for Purdue Global graduates. Um, to, to know, I wanted my, my speech to also be on theme, if you will, of so many of the inspiring things that are coming out of Purdue, right? Persistence, giant leap, um, all those things that, that really make this so special. Um, you know, uh, that was important to me. And I wanted a, an element of my speech to, to, to touch on those points because I think as Purdue Global graduates, we really should feel a connection to so many of the amazing things that are being talked about on main campus. So, so I wanted those two themes, my personal experience, and then what this education means for us and, and what we're now a part of. Um, so I wanted those two things to really come out. That's really cool. And talk about, obviously, based off your experience, I know the answer is yes, that you would recommend this, but just talk about your recommendation to others who may be considering a non-traditional post-secondary education. Yeah, and I'll, I'll talk about this in, in really two parts. Um, I think any time that you have an opportunity to recommend something or otherwise influence someone to make a decision, specifically as important as, as it is uh, higher education. And by the way, when you're looking for a world-class education, which I really believe, based on my experience, Purdue Global has, um, um, you know, I, I recommend to anyone that's looking at, at, at researching uh, um, higher ed opportunities is to research. And through that research, learn and then understand um, what it is you really want to do. And is it aligned with your future goals? Right. So that's the advice for anyone who wants to go figure out 
you know, to go back to school as an adult learner, right? Research, learn, understand, is it aligned with your future goals? And are you gonna be better as a result or achieve some level of success or otherwise as a result, right? Now, is someone asking me my, my personal uh, experience about Purdue Global? Um, you know, listen, uh, get ready. <laughs> get ready because it's going to be, um, it's gonna be challenging. It's gonna be academically challenging. It has to be rigorous, right? But also, I would tell folks to, to, to really immerse yourself in the full experience. Use all the resources that are available to you. You know, I thought Purdue Global did a great job of making so many online resources available for us to research, for us to, 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 to give it our best and to achieve those, those grades that we're trying to, uh, to achieve, right, as we're, we're working through so much. So, um, you know, I would, again, say uh, if you're going to go to Purdue Global, get ready for a really fun but academically challenging experience. Uh, use your resources and immerse yourself in that, in that Boilermaker culture. You know, um, do a homework assignment, follow a basketball game, finish a paper, tune into a football game um, or volleyball or, or baseball or, or whatever it is, uh, or, or research the history of Purdue. And when you put all those things together, I think you end up having a really, really awesome, fun and enriching adult learning experience. So that's how I would answer that question in those part in two parts. That's awesome. Well said. Yeah. Soak it all in and enjoy the experience, right? Enjoy the ride. A hundred percent. And and walk. And I'll tell you right now, when when you're done, walk. I wasn't gonna walk. Life happens. You know, I was supposed to graduate at the end of twenty one or walk rather. Um, or early in 22, but busy, you know, now I had already made the decision to retire. I had a job that was extremely demanding. Um, um, it just wasn't going to work. So getting this opportunity was really special. So that would be the last thing I would tell to anyone, especially if they end up going to Purdue, walk. Yeah. At any of the locations that Purdue Global has a commencement, walk and just have a blast with it. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a special experience. I'm glad I did that as well. Well, you've got your degree now from Purdue Global. You're retiring from the the Navy. You mentioned a job. So what are you currently up to or what's what's next for uh, Calvin Gums? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the what's next is, is uh, I'll tell you, you can't have a what's next without just uh, sharing a little bit of the journey. Any Any veteran that is going to transition from the military has a really unique opportunity to, to be successful on the other side because we have so many resources available to us. Transition, transition assistance programs, Department of Labor resources, uh, uh, Veterans Affairs resources. Uh, so for me, in order to get to the what ne what's next, I had a, a year almost to leverage all these amazing resources that are out there for transitioning veterans to, to be successful. Um, so learning so much through research, interviewing for a lot of different jobs. You know, it's like uh, the old adage is, is uh, be careful of what you think you know or want. You get to experience a lot through interviews. There's a lot more no's in this process than there are yeses. And that's okay, right? It's all part of the learning experience. So leveraging all those resources, along with the tools that I earned through my experience at Purdue Global, um, and knowing always in the back of my mind that I wanted to continue um, to, to serve um, in some capacity, I, uh, I uh, landed an awesome opportunity with a, with a great company called Cavu International. And Cavu International stands for Ceiling and Visibility Unlimited. 
which is, you know, uh, moniker or, or language for that perfect day for flying, right? So um, it's a great company with an incredible uh, team, uh, many veterans on that team, predominantly a veteran uh, staffed organization, which is really exciting. And, and we help leading industries um, and organizations optimize performance, eliminate risk, uh, and we do that through addressing common um, operational vulnerabilities. And, and we do that by just addressing human factors, elements like uh, leadership, communication, situational awareness, decision-making, and teamwork. So it's an opportunity to go out and help people that want to get better. And you get to do it with amazing people every day. Uh, my November is already going to be really, really busy. So I'm eager to do that. But um, it's a great company. And it's an opportunity to continue helping people through so many of those skills that the military gave us, you know, um, you know, leadership and professionalism and persistence, determination, our collective experiences. Um, and so we get to humbly go out there and, and, and help other organizations get better. So it's, it's really an exciting uh, chapter in my life and I'm, I'm excited to get out there and, and, uh, and help folks in that new capacity. That's really awesome. Kevin, well said. I'm glad you brought it back and brought this episode full circle. Again, as I mentioned, this is a special Veterans Day uh, episode. So thank you for bringing that full circle. And I'll be sure to also just provide some links again in this ep uh, this episode on the, the web link uh, below just for some, you know, any veterans that are looking for some resources out there. I'll provide some of those on this, uh, we uh, this web article as well for people to easily uh, find those as well. Hey, Kelvin, as we're, you know, wrapping up here, anything else that you want to add? You know, I'll tell you... Um... Adam, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. I, I, always to the last words, right? <laughs> um, I think that, um, I think it's worth noting, and, and Chancellor Dooley talks about this a lot. You know, Purdue Global um, is just such a unique opportunity. And I say that because of the, the students and, and then the alumni. Um, and, and based on everything that I've experienced, it's so special. But, but, but Chancellor Dooley talks about this, you know, 58 percent of Purdue Global students are 30 years or older, 62% mm -hmm. um, female, 30% are military, military-affiliated veterans, 52% have um, family, a child, a dependent of some sort, right? So when you think about those percentages, um, man, that's a lot of special people balancing a lot of different things. And, and I guess in closing, I'm just happy to be here for it. I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm happy to represent that 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 30% uh, of military or veteran or military affiliated uh, population of Purdue Global. Uh, you know, they got a great staff up there, Adam, as you know. Some of these folks speak the world of you, you know. So obviously with Chancellor Dooley at the helm, you got Ethan Braden, Allie McNichols, Kate Young. And by the way, what I would say arguably uh, more, more, more impressive is those silent heroes that are really the faculty and the staff that make the, the true magic that I think uh, is Purdue Global uh, based on my experience. Um, and, and so in terms of last words, that's, that's it. We got a really special thing. Um, I'm just humbled to be a part of it, I'm humbled by the opportunities and, uh, and uh, it's just, uh, it's a lot of fun. So, you know, boiler up, you know. Well, that's right. That's right. And I want to shout out to who you mentioned, this great staff up there as well. And yeah. all the military involvement. I want to also give a shout out, shout out to uh, Shelly McDermott, uh, McDermott Wadsworth, who's up there in the, doing the Purdue Military Research uh, Family Research <laughs> Institute up there as well. I've had her on yeah. as well. They're doing a, just a phenomenal job up there with Purdue military families.
You know, that's a great point. They've got the PMRI over there, uh, Purdue Military Research Institute, not to mention, obviously, a storied ROTC and, and, mm-hmm. and as well as a Navy ROTC. Um, um, I think they just announced uh, some announcement of a, of a new institute for uh, uh, security studies, national mm-hmm. defense studies. So, you know, it's, it's exciting. And there, there's a bunch of amazing folks over there. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned her. I didn't get a chance to meet her, but uh, uh, I'm sure the list could go on and on and on, Adam. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a, a phenomenal job up there. <laughs> so, wow, Kelvin, this has been so awesome just getting to, to talk for you the last 45 minutes yeah. or so. And just uh, it's been awesome getting uh, to meet you. And I hope we can uh, stay in touch. And I'm just excited uh, for for your journey and what's next for you and your family. And just uh, Thank you. that you had such a great experience with uh, Purdue Global and the Purdue family. So that's incredible and uh just encouraging to hear yeah thank you it's been a blast talking to you thanks for letting me be a part of it you've had a lot of great guests so um uh it's uh just a a real honor to 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 participate and thank you for the time well thank you i'm humbled by by that comment and i also just want to make sure i do say this before thank you again uh, not just for doing this but thank you for your service uh serving in the navy for the last 22 years just incredible uh for you uh I'm incredibly grateful for that uh, to you and just your service for our country. So thank you for that. And again, on this special on the Veterans Day, uh, thanks for your service. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And and being a veteran, uh, recently retired, uh, uh, joining the ranks of all the other veterans out there, it's it's a humble honor. I think servicemen and women are just uh, incredible people, what they do day in and day out. And now I get to kind of watch from the sidelines <laughs> as sailors go uh, off uh, to foreign shores and, and, and represent our great country uh, on board ships and, and, and the list goes on. So uh, I'm just honored to be, uh, to be uh, representing veterans in this small way here today. So thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Kelvin, thank you so much and uh, best of luck to you and, and your future endeavors. And uh, as we always wrap up this uh, podcast with a boiler up. Boiler up, hammer down. A reminder, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod, and you can find the full video interviews on the Fox 59 and CBS4 website. You can also listen to, subscribe, like, and or comment on the podcasts on all the major podcast platforms, including now on Amazon Podcasts as well. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.